Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sex Talk. I'm here. Sex Talk. Maybe it should be called Sex Talk. No, everyone's called it Sex Talk, haven't they? Sex Talk. I like the talk. You know why it's called Sex Talk, Kelsey? No, I've always wondered. Tell me. Well, because when I did it with Zibby, for some reason, we so the PR person opened up a TikTok account and it was just this boring video of Zibby and I talking about sex. And they put up these little, like, very nicely edited clips on there. And we got like a million views. And it was just like, and it, it was extraordinary to watch. It was like, oh my God, this is just ridiculous. So it went really, really well. And around that time, and then we were like doing thing after thing. And it was like, oh my God, we're so famous. And then all of a sudden TikTok went, we don't like you. You're talking about sex. And the, once you trip the algorithm, apparently of TikTok, forget it. You just never, ever, ever get let in again. Interesting. So that's why it was called sex talk. And then of course, we're not talking anymore. So it's just sex talk for no reason really but anyway that was where it came from it's I never knew that. It's wonderful yeah. good to know the origins of this extremely amazing podcast yeah maybe that. we should rename it anyway next time oh next goodness. series all right, right here we we've go. got loads of questions let's get off with them here we go well, get on with them rather than <laughs> get on him and get on with him and get in him that's what we say here on sex talk okay first question i've just broken up with my long-term boyfriend and dating someone new all is going well, except in the sex department. He has no problems getting an erection, but the minute he tries to penetrate, he loses it. If we can get him inside me, he gets hard again and can orgasm. Is this ED? I worry it's somehow my fault, and I know he's embarrassed about it. What can I do to help stop this happening? Right. Well, it is ED, but ED just means erectile dysfunction. So it's a very scary name for just what it basically means is that his penis and his, not his penis, his erections aren't perfect all the time. That's all erectile dysfunction means. Now, impotence, which is people confuse the two. They think impotence and erectile dysfunction are the same thing. Impotence is when you can't get an erection at all in any situation. Then there's something called situational impotence that means that you can get an erection in some situations but not others, which is quite common because often guys can get an erection with no pressure when they're masturbating to porn, but put them with a partner, suddenly they can't. So his problem, I think, is a little case, tiny little case of situational impotence, but it's also just classic performance anxiety. 
everyone's heard that term before. Performance anxiety just means that you get, you're, you're nervous, you're out to impress and you get like, People get caught in the, you know, like rabbit in headlights when they're on stage. You get, you know, very nervous. He's got no blood flow issues because he can get an erection when he's stimulated. So there's nothing going on there. It's just an absolute case of stage fright. Now, interestingly, men get more wobbly erections with women they like than they do with casual sex. Men rarely get erection problems with casual sex because they don't care. There's no judgment there. Mm-hmm. So it's when he really likes somebody that most men have their erection problems. So she says, is it her fault? Well, yes, it is her fault because he likes her so much, right? <laughs> when it is her fault, not in a good way, is if she overreacted to it. Because seriously, if a guy has any type of erection wobble or orgasms too soon or anything like that, please be kind because they are so sensitive about it. And if you overreact, you really do set the ball in motion that they are really going to end up with big problems. Because what happens is, this is how most guys end up impotent. It's so easy to happen. You know, in this scenario, right? So he's with her, really likes her. You know, they're all getting excited about first time. He gets his erection, everything's going well. And he's thinking, God, you know, let this go well. And there's that that tense bit where he's trying to get it in. And sometimes men miss the hole and then they think, oh my God, that's such a teenager fumble that, you know, how embarrassing. Panic, panic, panic. Anxiety and arousal don't exist in the same body. So erection's gone. And they all go, no problems and everyone's fine. And then next time, after that, it's in the back of his head, worry, worry, worry. She's thinking, God, is something, you know, is this going to happen all the time? Next time, same thing, exactly the same thing happens again. They're too anxious, the anxiety. You know, penises reflect the emotion of the owner. And penises like relaxed owners. They don't like anxious owners. And before you know it, you're on this cycle where every single time it's time for him to penetrate, he's not going to be able to do it. So what you have to do is normalize it and get rid of this literal elephant in the room. You have to say to him, you can't just... Pretend it's not happening. That's the worst thing to do. You've got to say to him, look, you know, hey, don't worry about the fact that you lose your, just be really blunt. Don't pretend in time, call it something else. Just, hey, don't worry about the fact that you lose your erection just before penetration. Completely normal. Sometimes I feel wet when I'm, you know, sometimes when I'm really aroused, I don't get wet. You know, it's normal. Let's just not worry about it. And hey, you know, you'll have to just give me loads of oral sex to make up for it. That'll be a hardship, you know. Some of us like our old sex, Kelsey. So if we normalized it, if men didn't worry and women didn't react, this would never happen. This whole thing would never happen. It's like we were talking in the last episode. It's it's just a whole lot of these sex problems that never go away could be so easily solved if people just knew that penises aren't perfect. They're not machines. They're, they're things that are very sensitive. I, no, I totally agree. And I, I wish that we were taught how to talk about this stuff because it's tricky, right? Because as much as a woman doesn't want to take it personally, you feel sad when the person can't get in an erection because you know they want to and you would like that connection. So it gets a little dicey. I had a couple experiences with that. And it you don't really know what to do because you can't whatever, because you, you can say it's not a big deal and that's all great. But if you can't have sex at all with them, it makes it kind of sad and intercourse you mean you can have sex you just can't have intercourse yeah but she I was impressed that they continued on because most couples stop but they continued on in sort of what they call stuffing which is a terrible term yeah they literally call it stuffing it inside you and and most guys once they're in there once you start moving the friction's good and it, it comes back again so I'm really that's a good sign that they did that push it in when it's not erect well you can yeah 
Well, if even if it's half erect, you can. Yeah. It's not the most pleasant experience. Yeah, I feel for guys for that. I, you know, I feel like we get a tough run in a lot of areas, but the fact that we can fake it, yeah. <laughs> you guys can't. Yeah. It's like yeah. we got to break there. It's the sales of Viagra going through the roof. Yeah. No, totally. So I don't know. I think exactly what uh, Tracy said. Just talk to him. Be honest. If you like him a lot, just enjoy him. Mm. And normalize it. Just make him feel normal. Help him out. And the minute, the thing with impotence and, and erectile dysfunction, I hate the word impotence. I'm not going to say it ever again. Erectile dysfunction is that if you ignore it and it's not a big deal, suddenly the penis is like, hey, what's going on here? Why yeah. is no one paying me attention? So if you just ignore the penis completely and, you know, focus on him giving, the best way to do it is to stop giving him pleasure and let him focus on giving you pleasure. And then before right. you know it, suddenly he's aroused and it's like, here it comes again. That's why some guys like to go down on women first because they don't have to look at her and they get turned on by that and then they can go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question. How do you know if your partner is a sex addict? My husband has always wanted a lot of sex daily for the first seven years we've been together. He's 44. I'm 36. But now it's ramped up to him wanting it twice or three times a day. If I say no, he gets angry and goes off to masturbate. I know he watches a lot of porn when I'm not around as well. To make things worse, we're trying to have a baby and him constantly ejaculating could lower the sperm count. He sees nothing wrong with what's happening. Mm. Oh, don't let me answer first. All right, I'll answer first. I find sex addiction so interesting. He ticks boxes for sex addiction and compulsive behavior, absolutely. And sex addiction is, it just puts a destructive twist on something that's so normal and enjoyable and it's just all about a compulsive need to perform sex acts to get a fix the same way a, you know an alcoholic wants a drink and a cocaine addict wants a line but people who are sex addicts they you know they masturbate to extreme they might use porn to extreme use sex workers sleep with strangers have affairs all of these things but this is the most important bit and you would know this because your brother-in-law is to do with addiction isn't he but mm -hmm. it's not the type of activity or the frequency that determines that defines a sex addict, but the relentless occupation with pursuing sex in spite of the damaging consequences. And one of the addiction specialists that I spoke to about sex addiction when I did a whole big thing on it was um, she told this story and she said, look, a guy who sits in a meeting and fantasizes about, you know, his work colleague giving him fellatio is not a sex addict. Right. The sex addict is the guy who before the meeting has set up a sex worker to come and service him in the lose when they have their coffee break. That is the sex addict, the person who's going to put their job, their reputation, everything on the line. So, and there's some argument whether it's an addiction because it's not a substance. So people are saying, well, how can it be addiction? But they now think that the high that they get when they finally get the sex releases su such a strong chemical reaction in the body that is, it is the equivalent to people having heroin. And also I heard the other day on a podcast that um, the high of a heroin user from the brain just before they plunge the needle in is they get higher from the anticipation of it than they do from the actual drug. Yeah. So all very interesting. Now, like all addictions, he's using sex as, a, as an anesthetic. It's a coping mechanism to put, you know, control or manage difficult feelings. It usually starts when people are very young. Usually there's some kind of abuse and neglect and they start to associate sex from a very early age with release, escape, comfort even. So 
she needs to sit him down and sort of say, look, do you realize how excessive this is? Because it is excessive. Do you realize you have a problem? I mean, if he if it was just a high sex drive, the fact that he's lowering his fertility would make him stop. The fact that he hasn't stopped means it's compulsive. But I, and, and also, did anything happen last time when it ramped up? Because he went from once a day to three times a day. So maybe on a, on a positive note, he might be like a drinker that was drinking heavily and then suddenly when the shit hit the fan with something, just suddenly the drinking went up. So maybe he's just using it as stress release to an extreme. But... I don't think that probably is the case. I think, but tell you what, she needs to tread carefully because there's often a lot of sex abuse that people are deeply ashamed of. Mm -hmm. So just when she gets him to open up, tread very, very, very carefully, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I know addiction well in our family and I. this to me sounds like there's a real concern here. And I think that this is when you... Um, have to be really brave. And it's also when I'm glad that you don't have a baby with him yet, because if he thinks he's going to be having sex with someone who just had a baby two or three times a day, you'll be lucky if you do it two or three times a month after you have that child. So I don't know that he's even prepared for to be a father if this is something that he wants. I wouldn't worry about the sperm count. I'd be so grateful that you haven't gotten pregnant quite yet until you deal with this. It's scary because what you can't get angry at somebody for not wanting to have sex with you two or three times. It just, it doesn't. Now, if you haven't had sex for months and he's sad or weeks, and I understand mm. that, but this is, this is way beyond. So I would get help as soon as possible. Definitely try before you have a baby. And yep. that's, that's a lot of sex. That's a lot of sex. That's a lot of like rubbing inside of your privates. That's too much. Yeah. That's a no well, Lots me. of sex addicts actually have penises rubbed red raw and they yeah. still continue to masturbate. Yeah. Be brave for your baby. Yeah. Treat, treatment for this, by the way, is um, often the 12-step plan. He has to want to change. Cognitive behavioral therapy, if you can afford a private therapist, would be a very good idea. And sometimes um, they've had some success with using medication like antidepressants, which lower people's yeah. sex drive. That can sometimes help. Find but out what, I, there's I something imagine. behind this. Just take a lot of antidepressants to yeah, lower no. that. So good luck. Good mm. luck on that. But do get to the bottom of it. And I would do a hard stop in that area of my life if I were you right now to figure out what's next. Yes, I think you're quite right, Kelsey. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, last question. I've been seeing a new man for the last few months and I really like him. But we had a drunken argument one night and called it all off. I didn't hear from him for a week. Then he called to sort things out. During the week we broke up, I met up with someone else and had casual sex. 
All is back on track now, but imagine my horror when I find out my boyfriend had an altercation with the guy I slept with in the past. I'm now terrified it's all going to come out. There are Facebook messages that prove this happened. I really love this man, and the sex with the other guy was meant to be a bit of fun. My question is, have I cheated? Should I wait and hope it doesn't come out or come clean and risk losing a relationship I see so much potential in? That's a lot to unpack. All right, you go first. Okay, so let's start with the, you had, a bro, you had an argument, you called it off, you didn't talk to him, so you went and had casual sex with someone else. Okay, I, I would like to know why you, why you had to move on so fast. Was it was because you were mad at him or you just wanted to get over it? Or is this just something that you do? Did you like this guy? I don't know. There's some questions there. But then mm. now you're back on track and this, now this little fling has come out to be someone who your boyfriend knows. I would be terrified also. Mm. I don't know that that's helpful or not. And I don't know. So your question, I guess, is do you tell him out front or do you wait I, it depends on what you guys had agreed upon. If you guys were were seeing each other and you were only allowed to have sex with each other and then you broke up and you were a, it was okay to have sex with someone else, that that wasn't any type of betrayal, I might just leave it because if you weren't cheating on him or if your gut says that if he finds out he, it's going to be over, then you can risk telling him the truth. Hmm. Honestly, I think you have to meditate about this one. Um, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. you have to decide. You know, it's, if you didn't cheat on him, I don't know that you have to say anything. I personally though, when I broke up with someone recently, I was, we had a deal, like you don't have sex with anybody else and unless you know. And so even if you got back with me, if we broke up and we got back together, I would have felt like he would, I would have felt it was dishonest if he hadn't told me he had sex with someone else a couple of days ago. Mm. Do you know what, what I just thought, I, I stumbled on the bit that you stumbled where she says a bit of fun, because even if you weren't officially cheating, and I don't think people have a row and then go, and by the way, if we get back together, you're not allowed to sleep with someone else. I just don't think people do that. But I, I don't think you, the bit of fun, he thinks you should have been hurt and upset and sobbing into your pillow not running off and having sex for a bit of fun. So for God's sake, whatever you do, you don't use the words a bit of fun or it was just didn't mean anything. Don't say things like that. Say things like I was really upset and I needed consoling. I don't know what the answer is to this, but things to think about. It's made worse by the fact that this guy hates your, um, your boyfriend hates this guy. And people are really pig-headed about this. And when you think about it, Kelsey, if you really hated somebody and somebody who you were just about to fall in love with went off and had sex with them, you would think, well, I, the fact that you're sexually attracted to this person that I hate so much, that means that you're not the person I thought you were. So you've got that big thing to deal with. You've got evidence to deal with. You've got, I mean, how much contact do these guys have? I mean, if they're so antagonistic and they have contact, he's not going to be able to resist saying, and by the way, I slept with your girlfriend. Yeah, and, and I, just, the proof. I want to make sure that that she's telling the whole truth and maybe you wrote it all out, but it seems very strange that after you get in a drunken argument with some guy, you then sleep with his arch nemesis accidentally but like, I don't know if she knew but how did, she how did you I don't know I don't know I, I don't know I want to like it's just like it seems like it seems ironic that you end up sleeping with the one person that the guy that just broke up with you or you guys broke up mm. small town maybe there aren't that many people to choose from small town what? yeah she'll be like New York City no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know also, I don't, can I, she trust the other guy how much I mean even if her the I guy she's with hates her boyfriend he might 
value her enough to not say anything to the boyfriend. But I've seen that. Listen, I know somebody very close to me who had this whole scenario, went to the other person and said, please, please, please don't you say anything. They nodded. They went, yes, of course I won't. The minute they were confronted by the guy said, oh yeah, I slept with her. And she came over and begged me not to say something. Yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, if I was going to tell you what to do, which I have no clue, but I'm going to tell you what I would think. I think you should tell him and he's probably going to break up with you and be really, really mad. But I don't know that you can keep this secret because it's Mm -hmm. too, it's too intertwined. It's yeah, going to come, it's so. going to come out. And you said there's Facebook messages about probably. it. Then you're going to be a liar. And so you might as well just be like, listen, we were broken up. We got into an argument. I had no idea. This is my best shot at being honest with you that we can move forward. I'm so sorry. Mm. You know, I, I don't know why I mm. did it yet. Yeah, try to lose. She won't let us say that we can fake orgasms, but she said, you can tell them that you weren't <laughs> having casual fun. It's very tricky. <laughs> you can say, <laughs> you can lie about that, but you can't lie about the others. No. You can, yeah, I mean, I think that you, I I don't understand why you went and slept with someone else unless it was to make you feel better, but he's going to want to know if you like the guy. I struggle when people have slept with other people inside of a relationship like that time. I don't care who my husband slept with before, but but I would hate it if it was. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like it. But the the dilemma she's got, right, is if you say, saying something now is more honest, but if she waits, he will, you know, if say it comes out in a year and he's madly in love with her, He's got a lot more to lose by walking out over one silly mistake. True. So that's that's the thing that you've got to weigh up. But then yeah. some people, depends on your boyfriend's personality, because some people, I mean, I get letters from people saying, after 25 years, I found out my husband on the stag night slept with somebody and I walked out the door. Yeah, I mean. It's everything. I would be, I would, I would rather deal with it right now than a year from now, personally. Yeah, I would. Too. I would understand but, that we broke would you up. You walk away. I don't know. I don't know, but I would. But I don't think you've done anything wrong right now. So I would be honest. Except the guy she's done it with. Just the if it if it was some nameless guy that he didn't even know, then I wouldn't say. It, then I wouldn't even chance. mention it. I wouldn't mention it. No. But because this guy hates this other guy, if it comes out, that's embarrassing. Mm. And she now knows that he hates him. So that's mm. for me withholding. If I, if my husband slept with some, or we broke up and he slept with some girl I hated in town and I found mm. out a year from then, I'd be gone. Mm. Even if you didn't know that he, he didn't know that you hated him. I'd have a better chance of staying if you were like, listen, my bad. We had a huge fight. I thought we yeah, were. Yeah, I think I so. slept with this yeah. girl at a bar. I had no idea that you hate her. I feel terrible, but I wanted to let you know because I'll hate her with you. Mm. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. God, let us know with that one. Yeah. I'd like to know how old you are. That's well. 20, 29. Did she say 29? No, this is your guess. 29. Yeah. yeah, I reckon about 29, 30. A big, a big argument after being drunk and then sleeping with someone else three days later. <laughs> that's someone in their 20s. Yeah, true. Well, she'll turn in and say she's in her 60s. <laughs> anyway, age doesn't matter. We're just intrigued. So curiosity, please put us out of our... Actually, tell us what happens. Yeah. Tell us right what happens. But like Rachel and Ross in Friends, that whole you were on a break thing, you didn't officially cheat if you, were, exactly. if you honestly thought it was over. But you did do something that would be seen as hurtful. And I think, it, like as Kelsey said, if you reversed it and he did that, you probably wouldn't um, be too impressed either. Exactly. Good luck, everybody, with oral sex, dating, all the things that are important in life. Faking. No faking. No faking. No faking. No one's going to fake ever again. No fake, but do lie about what you did when you broke up. That's keep, <laughs> no. These are moral codes that are come from sex talk. Oh, Tracy and Kelsey. Terrible. 
Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.